Of tea and biscuits with me, Cheryl Blue. <laughs> and Janice, Miss Madness. You sound like you should be in Soul Solid. Name it! Soul Solid, the Soul Solid record. Seriously, at the beginning. <laughs> yeah! I love. You know what? I, I That 21 seconds, right? Listen. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Can you remember when it came out? We were like, yeah, yeah, I don't do that bit. You do that bit, right? You used to get all your crew. Yes. And you'd have a bit allocated. <laughs> I used to love that. Oh, it was a tune. I love them. I love them. I mean, I, I loved them before that even came. That kind of made them go mainstream. Yes, mainstream. But I liked them before. I didn't like when they first came out. I was following them. I loved them. Oh, remember the lyric. Every lyric I do, every lyric I say, every lyric I rock, every lyric I wait, 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 turn on, 21 seconds in trouble, you better move on a double. Listen, how sad am I that I actually know, because it was a tune, you know when, listen. You're not sad, I, I had the album. Let me hear your rendition, come on, come give me some bars, Jan, give me some bars, give me some bars, give me some bars from that track. What, 21 seconds? Yeah, tuck, tuck, tuck. Cut, cut. 21 seconds, tuck, 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 21 seconds, tuck, tuck. 21. Come on, you've got to come in. I can't remember. I can't remember the lyrics. I remember that bit. 21 seconds. Tuck, tuck, tuck. 21 seconds. Tuck, tuck, tuck. Jan, don't leave me hanging. I got 21 seconds to rock the mic. I got 21 seconds to say what I gotta say. Come on, you can do the singing bit. I can't. No, I can't sing. Cause I, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, 20. Cause I, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, 20. Cause I, ah, only got 21 seconds. <laughs> they were brilliant. I loved them. I loved the way they looked. I loved the music. I love Asher D's bars. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, like Asher D. Oh, they were and good. Harvey's. Actually, all of them. They were all good. I like all of them. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just trying yeah, to remember. Yeah, I, just, I just think. I always get a bit sad when I think about them because I think they could have gone further. Oh. They could have done so much more. There was definitely something there, wasn't there? Yeah, there was definitely something there, but I think. Maybe because there were so many of them, there were too many. I got the impression there were too many hangers on, mm. and the media were always going after them and yeah. the let them perform. So many things that were going on that were against them. Well, it's that whole so, thing. It's a black crew. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, oh my god, you're intimidating. You're this. You're that. Because that's what they say. I mean, I even remember being in school and walking around school with a couple of my mates. Now, if I'm brutally honest, my crew was a mixture. It was predominantly black. At yeah. one point, but we had, you know, we had a couple of white ticks in there and a couple of Asian girls in there, but it was predominantly black. And I remember my head of year saying to us, oh, no, you lot can't walk around together at lunchtime like that because you look raucous and intimidating. Imagine really? telling year 10 girls that oh, you can't wow. exactly. So when you get a crew like so solid that again it's predominantly well if not all black or whatever you know yeah. um uh, urban for want of a better expression yeah all right we've got yeah i've got to use the lingo that everyone can you know relate to um they're going to automatically put them in that that bracket and say oh no intimidating oh no it's going to draw the wrong kind of crowd because it's just that whole fear factor in it it's bollocks really yeah. it is that? bollocks but yeah it's, it's a shame as well very offensive. How dare you? I take, I take absolute offence at the fact that you can look at me yeah. rolling around with my sisters 
and calling us intimidating. It's cheeky. It's, you know how much times we used to tell our head of you? It's bang out. What do you mean? I know what you're saying when you say that intimidating. You're too black, too many of you. Yeah. But yet, you would see a crew of Asian girls walking around and it's okay. And I don't have a problem with it, right? Same way they they don't have a problem with us. So why you as a teacher or you as, I don't know, as random people, what's your problem with a group of black people together or predominantly blacks? We're not all bloody petty criminals or... You know, we're not all out to flipping, go around stabbing people or mugging people or causing fights and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but that's, that's what they think, isn't it? It's too many, it's like too many black people walking around. Like, it's got to be trouble. There has to be something. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Do you know what I mean? People need to just... rubbish elsewhere. I don't want to hear it. No, for real. They need to free their mind of that crap, yeah, because I'm not in it, blood. You get me down. Free, free their mind. Sing for me, Cheryl. Free your mind. <laughs> <laughs> we, you're taking the piss out of me, don't you? The classic, free your mind. <laughs> What's it gonna be? Cause I can't pretend no. Don't you wanna be born and fed? Take that once again. He's just butchering classics now. Hold on, Don't let me start singing Hold On, you know. Ooh, my first mistake. <laughs> you know you love it. Anyway, Char. <sighs> Welcome to episode eight. This is episode eight of Tea and Biscuits, the podcast. And yeah, it's 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 a nice evening actually. I'm 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 kind of feeling all right. I'm feeling chilled. Bit mash up though. Why do you feel mash up? I just feel mash up. I've just been you know a bit busy and trying to burn a midnight oil and all that. Do you mean catch that with your chumain? Hello, I know, you sound like Danny Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's mocking my life, you know. Like what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I'm from London, innit? Like, what do you expect? <laughs> what is it he says? In your canister, mate. Oh, don't know about that bit, don't know. Don't know about that bit. I don't really pay too much attention to Danny, to be honest. He's not bad looking, though. What do you reckon? Who, Danny Dyer? Yeah, he's all right. Uh. He's all right, he's not an ugly man. He's never been ugly. No, he's all right. What, would you kick him out of bed? Yeah, I would, actually. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Yeah, I would. Oh, no. I, I keep forgetting, and I know I'm really dry, but it's only because he doesn't look like R. Kelly. Oh, stop bringing up that man. <laughs> well, you were the one that put your foot in it from the get-go, darling. I don't want people to think I'm in love with a paedophile. No, well, no, no, no. You see, you've taken it to the extreme now, because that's not what I was, you know, angling towards. But since you put it like that... <laughs> I don't want, I don't people, but I do love Nas. People knowing it? Well, it's too late now. It's going out. <laughs> I love Nas, but don't tell no one. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> What do you love about Nasty Nars? Hmm? What do you love about Nasty Nars? Oh, dear. Is it the lips? It's, oh, it's just everything. He's always been really good looking. He doesn't age. He's still like, he looks like fine wine. Is okay. that the right term? Aging like fine wine, baby. Yeah, he's just, he's just gorgeous. Just a gorgeous man. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. But would you put him over, say... I can't even think now. Um, over 
Tretch in his heyday? Uh, I don't know, Tretch, oh God, Tretch, still gorgeous. I don't know, you know, This that's a hard one. Tupac? Oh, Tupac was just, oh, that man was just beautiful. That man, you, Tupac was just, I don't even know. He was just blessed with good looks. Biggie? Anyway. So, <laughs> rest in peace. Oh, my gosh. No, you can't. I was just playing. You know I had to take it there, though, wouldn't it? It was just dry. Just dry. Of course. No, hold on. You know, interesting thing about Biggie, what I never understand. He was a great rapper. Mm-hmm. I just, it's a classic case of once you become famous and have money, you can have anyone. All these women, like even now, all these women are still arguing over who he loved. Like, I know it's a bit, it's a bit much, wasn't it? You're really running. I'm not being sorry. No, you're dread. Don't even say it. Don't even. I don't want you to say it. Hold on, hold on. I don't want you to say. I don't want you to la 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 la. No, no, you really bad. Okay. I remember reading Faith Evans' autobiography, and you know she was talking about their relationship and everything. Yeah. Just like the things that she used to do, like fight other women over that. And the thing, I'm not even talking about. I'm not talking about how he looked visually, but his. He seemed like he wasn't a nice person. Biggie. That he was nice. No, the way no, like two obviously maybe his male friends and everything, but to the women in his life, he wasn't. He didn't come across as a nice person. At really? All. No, he didn't. And I remember thinking, you actually fought over him. You know. Remember, and also you have to remember that to be fair, he was twenty four when he died. He was still a young man, and obviously had a lot of growing up to do. Maybe that's what he was then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So there was still an element of immaturity and kind of you know. This whole thing, I'm famous now and I've got all these women and I think I can do what I like. I think he was going through that. Phase. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. There was, must have been a bit of that. But I never got that for me. Maybe I weren't paying enough attention. Who knows? Yeah, you know, but I don't know. I just, you know, I just remember thinking, but anyway, those are my thoughts on it. <laughs> on him, sorry. Yeah, Tupac any day. I ain't even trying yeah. to argue that point. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, Tupac was, I heard he only had one testicle though. Apparently, I didn't know that. that. Apparently, one when he got shot before. Apparently, I mean, I don't know. Oh, he was shot, and maybe there was no. Maybe they had to operate on it. Yeah, poor thing. I think he had still. Well, they just had to operate on his willy. I don't think it was his willy, but I heard he was shot somewhere (laughs) high up in the yeah somewhere. In that area, wasn't it? That area. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. But yeah. Wow, he didn't have any kids, did he? No. No children, which is a shame, really. Absolutely. It would have been nice to see offspring running, running around. Now. Well, not running, they'd probably be adults now. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. young nice adults. Yeah. Yeah, oh my so, gosh. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, man, so, I mean, what do you make of this whole Jamelia thing? She kind of sparked a bit of an outrage on loose women. For those that don't really know what happened... Basically, Jamelia, obviously, she's a, inverted commas, loose woman. And they were having a discussion about, you know, um, well, they were having a discussion and the topic of whether high street shorts, shorts, stores should should stock. That's a bit of a tongue twister. High street stores should stock. High street stores should stock plus size clothing or clothing for plus size women. 
I hate that term, plus size. Can we just say Kirby? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, just say it, yeah. Um, and Jamelia said that she doesn't believe that shops should be facilitating an unhealthy lifestyle. And she said, and I quote, I don't believe stores should stock clothes below or above a certain weight. They should be made to feel uncomfortable when they go in and can't find a size. Now, I have so many issues with that statement, it is unreal. Firstly, what do you mean they shouldn't stock clothes below or above a certain weight? What the fuck has weight got to do with size? Okay, to a certain extent, yes. If you're, like, 20 stone, chances are you're going to be about a size 22 or whatever it is, yeah? Right? Gives you an idea. But how can you say that so generically? Because some people are heavier than others. You can't base it on weight alone, number one. Right? Am I wrong? Exactly. Does Jamelia, what is she doing? Is she she trying to be the next... The black Katie, um, what's that idiot? Hopkins. Oh, God. Yeah, just by being controversial, just coming out with outrageous shit. I mean, what what are you talking about, woman? It doesn't make sense, though, Jan. I I was like, wait. If she'd said, I don't believe stores should stock clothes below or above a certain size, then that's different. But wait. Well, she she appeared on... um, she appeared on um, Good Morning Britain this morning. I mm. saw her and I just laughed. But uh, and she was trying to defend herself. I think, and I think she said something about she was talking about if if you're they shouldn't be promoting size zero clothes or size I don't know twenty, 20 yeah something something like that. And I'm just like Jamelia, and then she's trying to say that I think basically. So what she said is that if you're if you're considered oh if you're a size twenty. Mm. Going into shops and not finding your size, this should then shame you into looking at yourself and losing weight. Oh, whatever. It's really not that simple, is it? I mean, for people that have gotten to that weight, have had to kind of ascend through the different sizes. What do you think? They didn't see themselves in the mirror as they were going up from a 14 to a 16 to an 18? You know, high street, no, high street stores should should have every size. Of course, they should cater for everybody. Yeah, it should cater for everyone. Do you, does that woman, does she even believe what she's saying? It's like she just, what are you t- Do you know what? I always knew Jamelia. I knew Jamelia was a born idiot. Mm-mm. Some years back, yeah, sorry. Some years back when she was on Twitter. I don't know if you heard about this. She was on Twitter and she tweeted something about... I think she just dropped off her daughter, her daughter who must have been about maybe eight years old at the time, right. to um, to a dance class. And there was another little girl there who had the same name as Jamelia. They shared the same name. Right. So she got on Twitter and said something about, oh, this little girl has the same name as me. If you ever see how ugly she is. Words to that effect. And right, rightly so, everyone went at her. And some people said, well, look at your own daughter. She's not exactly pretty. Oh, my God. I felt sorry for her. I thought, oh, yeah, don't bring kids into this. But she kind of deserved that. Like, why are you talking about... Why are you... Um, why would you ridicule someone's child? Tra- exactly. And I'm sure, if I remember correctly, she posted a, a picture of the child. But you didn't no way. Like, I'm sure that's what happened. I just couldn't believe it. I thought, you're an idiot. How could you... Why would you do something like that? But anyway, back to this whole thing about... Um, sizes she doesn't know what she's talking about and a part of me thinks she's just trying to be controversial she wants to be the next Katie Hopkins that's what I think I don't know I don't know what she what she's trying to do but all all I'm saying is um it's not looking too rosy for Jamelia because 
you've just mentioned she's got daughters like what kind of message are you sending out to your daughters what happens now if as your daughter grows up and gets to a certain age she starts piling on the pounds and she's at 18 20 what are you going to tell her that the shop shouldn't stock your size it's nonsense right i can understand what she was trying to say what i suppose she was trying to be controversial with it do not agree with her not for a second but I think she was yeah. trying to be, you know, the controversial one, like you said, the black Katie Hopkins or whatever it was. No, but it's not going to work for her. Well, no, it's not going to work. work. It's not going to work for you. You just, you just look like a, a, a chopped, you know. <laughs> uh, 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 for real, I mean, I've never really had any kind of issue with Jamelia in the past. Uh-huh. You know, I've never had cause to say anything against her or whatever. But I really don't. I don't rate what she said on Loose Women at all. And she said that everyone's entitled to her opinion. And hell yeah, everyone is entitled to their opinion. But when you're in a public forum like Loose Women, you need to think before you speak and think about the impact of your words and what kind of sense your words are actually making to people that are watching you because you just look stupid. Yeah, because it's just like, what are you talking about? But then I think... I think loose women. I think the producers probably like the attention. Oh God, yeah. yeah it's, they, it's, like that. they need someone on the panel that's going to stir it up. With crap every now and now and again. I mean, if she yeah. turned around and said that's her role to stir shit up, then you know what? You just take a back seat and you say, all right, well, she's just doing what she's paid to do. Yeah, but but it just it seems like a bolt out of the blue. Like, oh. God, I don't know what goes on in that woman's head. <laughs> well, it seemed really random because, I mean, I don't really follow loose women, to be brutally frank, but I've never heard or I've never seen it reported that Jamelia's spoken out of turn like this before. Um, did she before? Has she? She has before on Twitter. I can't remember. No, I mean, like, on, on the show, Loose oh, Women. No, she ha- no. She's no, been no, pretty she been. pretty sensible with herself, hasn't she? Yeah, she's been all right. I mean, I'm surprised she's lasted this long, actually. But, you know... Oh, well, you know they're sitting around some big board table as we speak. Well, they're trying to figure out a way of getting rid of this wayward Negro anyway. So, you know, it's it's, kind of like she signed her her exit out, if you like. I feel... I I mean, might not be. Maybe not. I mean, it might be a thing where, like you said, they they use her uh, to their advantage have her as the, you know, the, the panto villain, so to speak. Or what was it you called her today? The wayward Negro. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like they're working out a way of getting rid of the wayward Negro. Because that's what happens, isn't it? You know, you've been... That's, that's you, what happens. You've been put on... Yeah. What are you doing, love? Again, unless that was part of the agenda, to have her behave like that. I mean, I don't know. But I just think, you know... 34 years old, she's got, yeah, she's got, you know, experiences under her belt, she's got kids, you know, you've got to be a bit more, you you can't, what, think before you speak, yeah, I want to say you can't say things like that, but in actual fact you can, but then you just don't look good with it, and I mean, I know it's not always about trying to look good, and if that, well, you know, it's funny, because if that's what you truly believe, then, like, the argument is kind of null and void, but I don't know if... I don't know. I just think it was a bit of a... Well, it came at... This came at the wrong time, because I don't know if you heard about the young lady that died after taking diet the pills. The diet pills, yeah. On the internet. Exactly. So, you know, and you're sitting there talking about, about fat people shouldn't be able to go in shops and buy certain clothes. And like, it... they, should, they, should, they shouldn't wear trendy clothes. <laughs> Please. Police. She said she she didn't want to upset people though. She said she was offended 
No, right. not offended. She said that it upset her that she offended people. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Well. Maybe next you did, time. Well, you did, you did. <laughs> next time, maybe you'll think before you speak, sweet pea. Uh, there'll, be, there'll be something else. <laughs> Give me, she'll say something else. Yeah. So, Bizarre. But, um, I mean, we've, we've kind of mentioned Katie Hopkins a couple of times. Yeah. and um, Yes. Yeah, so Katie Hopkins upset the country again last week. That's her role in um, life. Yeah. After she wrote a column in the that tabloid rag, The Sun, about migrants. Um, hmm. And... <laughs> anything that Katie has to do... Anything that Katie is... Any sort of story that Katie's linked to that involves people of different colours, I cringe because I know it's just going to be ultra facepalm. You just know she's going to say some shit. Anyway, so anyway, after that, um, the Society of Black Lives have reported Katie Hopkins and the Sun editor to the police for incitement to racial hatred. So... The Independent reported that the Society of Black Lawyers um, reported the TV personality slash columnist um, Katie and the, the Sun newspaper editor David Dinsmore to the Metropolitan Police for incitement to racial hatred. Um, this followed uh, the publication of a column written by Hopkins in the tabloid The Sun on the 17th of April, in which she described migrants desperate to reach Britain following um, humanitarian, huma- I can't say, humanitarian um, disasters in their own countries as cockroaches and suggested the government deploy gunships to stop them from landing on shore. If anyone's a cockroach, Jesus. Katie, yeah. if anyone is a cockroach, darling, yeah. take a long, hard look in that damn-ass mirror. This woman is so full of shit, it's unreal, but sorry, carry on. So anyway, in an email sent directly to Commissioner Sir Bernard Hogan Howe, the Black Society of Lawyers said, and this is some of the email that they sent, the recent comments on the, by the Sun journalist um, Katie Hopkins authorised for publication by her editor and senior staff are sadly some of the most offensive, xenophobic and racist comments I have read in a British newspaper for some time. These comments comparing the African migrants fleeing Libya to cockroaches almost certainly all trafficked persons facing intimidation, violence and extortion at the point of departure represent some of the most vulnerable people in international law at the present time. Hmm. Many will have a legitimate claims for asylum under the 1951 Geneva Convention. They went on to say, the use of this, this term employs a word used with devastating results to describe the Tutsi minority and the Hutu moderates during the 1994 Rwandan genocide when they were referred to by those responsible for the genocide as cockroaches. This fact is well known to journalists and is a matter of historical record proved by the International Criminal Tribunal for Rwanda in several judgments. The Society of Black Lawyers therefore requests that this matter is investigated as a matter of urgency under the Public Order Order Act 1986. They went in. There's more to this, so visit madnewsuk.com to read the rest. But they, they weren't... The uh, Society of Black Lawyers, they're not playing, Cheryl. They're not playing with her. Well, no. Oh, they didn't expect that. Well, no, they're not playing with her. And the fact is, they shouldn't play with her because no. this woman is outright taking the piss. 
Okay. The but... thing with Katie Hopkins, and I always, every time she comes out with something, I just yawn. Because that woman, this has been going on for years, like the media pays Katie. To behave like that. Of yeah, course they do. Like this is how she makes her living. Well, since pissing people off. Well, this is the thing. I mean, since appearing on The Apprentice back in 2007, she's been yeah. steadily making a name for herself as this kind of outspoken, no hold barred, yeah. no flipping filter, you know, individual. And to be honest with you, it's wearing very thin on people. Yeah, it's, it's gone too far now. It's gone too far. And so yeah. much so a petition calling yeah. for the sacking of Katie Hopkins from The Sun as a newspaper columnist for the comments that she made, you know, about the migrants, um, has attracted a quarter of a million signatures. Um, and um, basically, uh, well, I, I think people, we need another million or so just to prove that we're not joking. Again, it goes back to that whole thing. Freedom of speech, fair enough. You know, yeah. about Jamelia. You know, maybe she felt that and that's what she wanted to say. But with Katie, it's more than just freedom of speech. She does things purely to get a rise. It is not. Yeah. I don't think it's always her genuine feelings on stuff because no I don't think so even when she was in the celebrity big brother house she actually had people warming nice. to yeah. yeah people started to warm to her because you saw her she you know the mask was down she couldn't keep that up for you know 24 hours a day so the cameras caught the real side of her and she seemed all right and then she'd come out and she's back with this shit again nah but you know her stick is wearing thin now very and I, thin and I think but again you know, these media organisations, they pay her this morning for one. Every minute Katie's on there. They, yeah. They pay her to come on there to say outrageous stuff. To talk stuff shit. Because it helps boost ratings. Exactly. Every I mean, minute they book that woman. Exactly. It's but just now, ridiculous. But now it's gone too far. Because now you're talking about migrants. Look at those migrants who, who died. Died. This is what I'm saying. You're taking the piss. Regardless yeah. of your regardless of your positioning on migrants and immigration and all that shit... You know, you just need yeah. to keep your mouth dumb. Uh, look, again, when you're in the public eye, you have to pick and choose what you say. Heck, she's probably working for flipping Nigel Farage undercover, I'm telling you. If she's not yet, she will be. But, but also, the Sun newspaper. The Sun newspaper, nothing they do surprises me. They've always been a racist rag. I remember the Sun newspaper from of old. I remember back in the day, my mum used to buy, when I was little, mum used to buy the sun for some reason. Mm -hmm. And my dad used to, always, every time he saw that paper on the kitchen table, he'd always say, why do you keep buying that paper? It's racist. And I remember, I, even today, I remember some of the headlines, whenever anything, anything, like their headlines were just blatantly racist, black man. I just used to come out with some really like, just propaganda. It was just, re it was just and they were blatant with it. Mm -hmm. And they haven't changed. It might be a bit subtle these days, but they haven't changed. No. Ru Rupert, Rupert Murdoch and his cronies will never change. They're racist. Mm -mm. So they will encourage her to write stuff like that. Yeah, nah, she's, yeah, that's her role, mate. That's what she's there for, and that's what she's going to continue to do. I mean, I don't know how far getting a whole ton load of signatures on this change.org petition is going to actually take things. I mean, is it going to make a difference? Probably not. Because as long as people are still buying into this bullshit, they'll keep having her there on the different shows and whatnot, wouldn't they? Okay, now, every once in a while, Jan, you know, we have these effed up moments where we do shit 
or people do shit and they jump on the, jump on a wave of nonsense. Yep. And that's exactly what's happened over these last few days. A worrying new trend dubbed the hashtag Kylie Jenner challenge has literally swept social media and has encouraged teens to like blurt their lips to like crazy proportions using bottles or shot glasses. Now to do it, I don't even know whether I should be telling you how to do it because <laughs> you know there's some loony teen out there yeah, or, or even adult that's going to be like, well, I can get lips like Kylie Jenner, you know. <sighs> let me blow up my lips, you know. Let, let, me, let, me get, let, me get two, let me get two sausage lip now. Uh, Idiot vibes. Basically, <laughs> what you need to do is you place either a shot glass or a bottle over your mouth, over the opening of it, yeah. and then suck in the air until the air vacuum basically uh, causes your lips to swell. What? Absolute madness. Because- I kept coming across uh, coming across articles, but the Jenners, the Jenners and the Kardashians, they just get on my nerves. I try not to pay much attention to them. Mm. But I did see like loads of read that loads of young girls have followed, copied this. Yeah, girls and boys. All I see is like it looks like they got cold sores. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like herpy mouth, innit? Yeah, that's what I thought. So what's going on there? No, it, it's that. I mean, there's been some crazy crazy outcomes some people have got like severe bruising like what looks like burns and apparently the effects can last you know a good few hours it doesn't just go down straight away your lips yeah. there. I saw one black girl with it and I thought you're taking a piss hold on, hold on. let's go back yep. why is a black girl need exactly to maybe no, <laughs> serious things I was just like really what an idiot proper chief because it, oh. it, 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 it doesn't make sense. Apparently, doing this gives you that bee stung look. I'm cool, you know. Why do I want to look like my mouth been sting up by bees anyway? Because that's, oh. that's what Kylie's mouth looked like. Looked like smaddy tomper in her mouth. So, so this is all the rage now. Bottoms and big lips, is it? But, is but the thing is, I've spoken to people about shit like this on a number of occasions, right? And... Your face is designed to hold your lips. And by that I mean your lips are the way they're supposed to be based on the structure of your face, right? That's why some people have small, thin lips. Some people have wide mouths but thin. Some people have just big old dotty lips, yeah? Yes. Your face supports the lips that you're supposed to have. So you come with your one little tin lip them, yeah? And try and pump them up. You just look like a complete and utter chode. It doesn't make sense. Why can't these people get it in their head? Be stung, look like pump up. You look like you've been pummeled in your mouth. It doesn't look sexy. What is wrong? See, that family's a bad influence. They really are. They need to disappear. But, I mean, to be fair... Like, the only way is Essex girls have been doing this shit as well. I mean, all right, the Kardashians yeah. on, a, on a global scale. Right. But for what it's worth, anywhere you go these days, people are doing that crap and thinking it looks good. I mean, like, Lauren Goodger seems like a lovely girl, but really, those lip injections well, maybe big lips, like, ain't kicking it. Those big lips aren't supposed to suit everyone. You're, not, you're just not supposed to have that. Well, it's this just, is it. Your mouth was made the way yeah. it was supposed to be. I'm sorry. It's... 
your face. That's why they look like blow-up love dolls, because the mouth, the, 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 the bit around the lips isn't designed to support that kind of fullness. That's why you look like a duck. I just thought that um, Kylie Jenner was using lip injections. That's what I thought. Well, I think she is, but I think this is just a yeah. little this is just a little fad that kind of cause someone probably did it and yeah. thought, yeah, that must be how she got it. Or she probably said something like flippantly, God knows what, but apparently that's what it was. You can check it out by simply following the hashtag um, <sighs> Kylie Jenner challenge if you're interested. Oh, yeah. Go and oh. check it out. I know you're gonna go and check it out, Jan. No, don't but you know what she's done now. I I read just before just before we started recording um, because of the backlash now people are blaming her she's now come out tweeted oh you know I just want to encourage everyone to be themselves oh piss off shout out Shikali after you've had lip injections (laughs) lipo probably I think she's already had her first round of butt injections I saw a picture of her the other day yeah they started doing that now her and her sister yeah Um, well I'm not so sure how much Kendall would do because obviously she's a model oh she's a model yeah so So she needs to be pretty straight up straight down but Kylie, well, I was reading somewhere that she's trying to emulate Black China, who is obviously Tiger's baby mama, because she's now oh, with no, Tiger. Black China looks ridiculous. Have you seen her bottom? I've seen it, but it's like it's falling. But that's what they all want, isn't it? That's what they no, all want. That, she looks deformed. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> it's like they've gone too far there. Like whatever she's done to her body, they've just gone too it's far. Too much. But this is the thing, you know. I remember growing up having a big old ass. And that was, was an issue. Was an issue. I mean, I remember because, yeah, I just remember being around, like, certain children that had yeah. nothing. And yeah. I remember thinking, why am I about to cock off? <laughs> it's genetics, love. Of course it's genetics. <laughs> but it's only as you get older that you can yeah. say to yourself, well, my ass is supposed to be cuck. If I want to rest a little sitting on it like Kim Kardashian and her fake ass, it's all gravy. Because <laughs> that's how I was designed to be. It ain't no... You know what I mean? I, I just... remember, I'm old enough to remember when having, like, white media, and like, you know, the um, those beauty magazines. Yeah. I remember them, they used to go on about, a, a, a flat bottom was seen as a, as a thing of beauty. Mm-mm. I remember, I'm old enough to remember this, and they used to go on, you know, if you want to look really good, have a flat bottom. A flat be, bottom? Uh, yes, a flat bottom. Like, the European magazines, they used to always go on about a flat bottom. That was seen as a thing of beauty. And I remember I remember thinking, but you look like an iron board. Why, how is that attractive? You just look straight down. Because it I suppose, make any sense to well, me. genetically, that's, you know, <laughs> genetically, Europe, or, or traditionally, shall I say, because yeah. all things have changed now, actually, you see yeah. some with back off. Um, European people generally don't have those kind of curves going on. It's normally pretty, you know, flat back there. And that's no disrespect. You know what I mean? If I can say that, I'm probably chatting rubbish. Remember, I'm tired, so allow me. But you kind of get what I'm saying, don't you? Yeah, you know? I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. I... Go on. No, I think it all changed, though, when, oh, Jennifer Lopez came on the scene. And all of a sudden, oh, my God, it's fantastic. You know, it's seen as a thing of beauty. She's got a bottom. It's like, black women have had that for years. I don't really... Even some white women have had that kind of shape for years. Yeah, I but... I you... think people notice. But the thing is, Jan, what yeah. happened with J-Lo is she had the white face yeah. with the body. So it was acceptable across the media that's all it was it's about the yeah. face fitting and the majority of readers listeners viewers whatever yeah. can relate to what they're seeing what they're seeing yeah, yeah. that's all it was i mean heck we, even now 
we've seen the cake the cake rose was a big thing now the baby hairs oh, we've been sticking down the baby hairs since noah built the ark exactly all of a sudden now katie perry katie perry have baby here what you're talking about appropriation take that elsewhere go on <laughs> for real because i mean even the wigs them have baby hairs on it man oh, yeah. she Oh, my gosh, have you seen this? I'm telling you, but this is what I'm saying. That's a thing. It's been a thing. You're trying to make out that this shit is new. This ain't new to us. This is old shit. In fact, we're remixing it for the fourth time, lad. No, that's nothing. We're remixing it. Yeah. We're on dub plate specials right about now. You lot are just, just come. You know, but no, serious things. It's like, it does, it does kind of grind my gears a little bit because it's sort of think to yourself, if the face fits, i.e. if it's a white face, and I really hate going down that road of race, but it's, true. But it's the reality, exactly. Reality. You can't deny the yeah. truth. Yeah, that's the truth, though. You know. It's the truth, so. But, um, yeah, good luck to Kendall and the Kardashian clan, do you know what I mean? Because whatever. <laughs> Yeah, good luck. After <laughs> Chloe, Chloe, Matty jump up five or six sides in the last month, and we're supposed to believe that's our ass? It's just, oh, they're nutcases. God. I'm waiting for Chris Jenner to get butt injections. Is she? She'll be next. Oh, God, they're just nuts. The only decent one is the brother, because we don't see him. Well, apparently, he's got his own issues going on over yeah, there in I the know, background. I, I think he has, yeah. Rita Ora m- messed him up, because do you remember all that... Do you remember what happened? Oh, what, she cheated on him, innit? Yeah, that, yeah, that's what he said, yeah. Hmm. She allegedly che- wow. cheated on, on him with, like, 100 men. <laughs> no, it was about 20. And then, mm-hmm. and then after that, after all that, he seemed to put on weight and he just disappeared. Yeah, because he was quite toned and quite attractive-looking, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, and then something, like, it's like that knocked him for six. And yeah. And he just put on a load of weight and just disappeared. Poor love. So, poor guy, anyway. So, um, those of you who watched Howie, uh, The Only Way is Essex, um, celebrity blogger and Towie star, Vaz J. Morgan, um, recently talked about his sexuality um, and revealed he was brought up to believe that being gay is wrong. And he actually thinks it's wrong himself. So in an exclusive interview with 18, um, Vaz J. Morgan, who's 26 years old, um, talked about um, his family's belief that being gay is wrong. His family are also Jamaican, so, you know, there you go. So he was asked, um, let's start from the beginning, what, when did you realise you were gay? So his response was, when I was 16, everyone kept asking me if I was gay, and it got me starting to question my sexuality. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. can I just ask you? So he actually didn't know it himself. It was other people that was asking him. That's a bit. Well, well, yeah, he was like, yeah, it was sixty. People just kept asking him about his sexuality. Um, I don't. But know that just seems. It's a bit odd, yeah. But yeah, that doesn't kind of compute. Before, <laughs> so, so I went out and bought a gay mag magazine. Right. My parents, fa- yeah, my parents found it and shut the whole thing down. My mum sat me down and said. Most kids may think about it, but it is a choice to be gay. So I chose not to think about it. I was happy living my life. I didn't think I'm gay, but pretending not to be. 
I honestly didn't think I was, so I just ignored it for about five years. I feel like I could be... Then he goes on to say, I feel like I could be with a woman, but I guess I wouldn't be happy as I would be if I was with in a relationship with a man. Okay, this dude sounds very confused. Yeah, it was quite, it's quite, quite sad, actually. Yeah, it was it's quite very, confused. Yeah. Very confusing. Uh, so it says, then, he went out, then he said, Adam, at the moment, I don't think I would be happy be happy with either i have never had a serious relationship i have never been in love i feel like i'm always forcing it with any with anyone in that is that normal i feel i would never be able to bring a man home to my family my mum and dad will never accept it even my brother and sister who have been so supportive i know they still feel uncomfortable with it um he sounds very confused and at one point he says that he actually thinks that being gay is wrong. It's not natural. Yeah, that's what he said. That's I mean, said. I, well... I guess that he's heard that from his family for years. Maybe. I mean, I just feel like... I think it is very sad that he feels like that because I don't think anybody should be made to feel a way about their sexuality. And I believe a lot of it, you know, is nature. I don't think people necessarily choose to uh, be well, gay or no, I, I to live that lifestyle. Yeah, it's the same way you can be heterosexual, it's a chemical balance, you know, um, the same way you can be homosexual, I truly believe that, but I just think it's quite sad that he, you know, uh, what what, what kind of strikes me was the initial, people were asking him if he was gay, but he didn't think about it himself, so what was he putting out there, you know, what made people question that, that's what I find interesting, you know, that he... Maybe they they felt he was... I don't know, maybe his whole... Mannerisms and demeanour. But then, you see, even down to that... he carries himself. But even down to that, you get some guys that are feminine. You know, this is the thing. We we have to be so careful in society because there are so many different types of people that stereotypically could be put into one box, but actually... They're very far from that, you know, so you have to be careful. And I think that's a concerning thing that people would actually ask someone that has not announced that if that's their persuasion. Do you see what I mean? What the hell does that say about society today? So there's lots of issues there. I think it's great that he's speaking out about it because, yeah, in Jamaican homes, there is still a very big stigma behind, you know, being a homosexual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, 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 it's a big deal. And, you know, I mean, obviously, it's not what. I suppose they predict or they want. But I just think, come on, man, it just takes plenty. You can't, you just can't. Just just deal with I it, know. man. Just deal just with stop it. Living. I, I think it's a case where I don't think his family have disowned him, but I think when he's at home, they don't want to hear about... They don't want to hear about man that he likes. They yeah. don't want to hear about man. We don't want to meet your boyfriend. We don't want to talk about it. Mm. It's just the elephant in the room. It's like we're not even going to discuss that. Because I remember years ago, I knew a guy who was kind of in the same situation and his family West Indian and they lived in denial about his sexuality I remember I remember even his friends lived lived in denial like no no one seemed to want to accept that he was gay and I remember he had a friend a female friend and somehow his parents who were just odd they managed to convince themselves that this was a sexual relationship that he had a girlfriend leave it but no this is platonic Mm -mm. he's gay Yeah, that's the thing. They didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to acknowledge it. It's like, well, it's there. 
Yeah, but this is the thing, isn't it? It's like, it's what everybody else says. And, you know, it's, it, you know, people just need to come off that now. Do you know? Yeah. It's like, just get a clue, accept that there are gay people, there are straight people, there are even yes. bisexual people. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Just deal with it and, you know... I, I I don't want to think about anybody in the bedroom, so I don't need to think about what two men are doing or two gal is doing or what he and she is doing or whatever. I don't I don't need to think about that. So it's the same applies. It's only an issue when you think of the actual sexual act itself. So remove that from your mind. That's not yes. your concern. You're not in the bedroom. No, no. that's nothing. End of. I can't really End say of. anything else. No, you're right. I totally agree with you. But good luck, Baz. I mean, I think it's it's he's gonna it's gonna appear in an up and coming Towie episode where he's talking to his friends, okay, it's Lauren or one of them, and he's crying. It's quite sad. It's really sad. Good luck, Baz. You see anyway. that hurts. You know when yeah, you hear things like right. that. That's not nice. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to hear anybody feeling so. Um, what's the word? So sad about who they yeah. are. And he seems very confused, and it's just, uh, I don't know, he just, I don't know, it's just really sad. Poor thing. I just hope he finds peace and just can live his life, just be who he is, and that's it, and hopefully his family will accept him. Yeah. So, election time will soon be upon us, and um, Operation Black Vote um, released their new campaign. God, did you <laughs> see it, Cheryl? Yes, I saw it. I did indeed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, June. Sorry, presenter June Sarpong, um, actor David Harwood, rapper Tiny Temper, and footballer Sol Campbell <laughs> turned their skins white to encourage the minor the the, minor, the ethnic minority communities to register to vote in the up and coming um, twenty fifteen general election in the UK. The campaign is called Don't Take the Colour Out of Britain. Hmm. Now, I was just like, okay, whatever. I was more surprised to hear that it was a campaign by Sachi and Sachi. Oh, yeah, Sachi and Sachi, yes. They, they were involved. Yeah, and apparently it aims to encourage the black and ethnic minority or minority ethnic community. A minority ethnic. Yeah, let's get it right. Ethnic minority. The BAM. The BAME community. The BAME community, honey. The BAME community. BAME. BAME is BAME now, isn't it? Yeah, black and minority ethnic, okay? Oh, God. Come on. So apparently it was all designed to get a lot of attention um, and to get black people voting, which sadly we don't always take the advantage of yeah. You know, the fact that we have the right to, to vote. Because we don't tend to believe in it, anyone. We don't trust anyone. And, you know, I mean, this is moving into a completely different territory. Yeah. But I totally get that trail of thought. I try not to think like that. But I have right. my theories. <laughs> I really do. And I try so desperately not to um, to, to, to buy into... Um, other ways of thinking and I try and right. sort of see it as yeah right you know vote your vote counts and I think to a certain extent it does but then I kind of I mean, I'm not gonna go there tonight but yeah so anyway <laughs> so that's what's happening here so this campaign features like as you said Sol Campbell, Tiny Tempa, um, Ali Ali Peaton uh, oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff and the posters Hold on, did you see June, June Sarpong? Oh, uh, I saw all the pictures. Oh, that's 
the worst though. I know she was on Loose Women, and they, you know, they've got that big screen behind them. I don't know, they've got a new studio now, right? So they have a huge screen, and they put the picture of her oh, in white and dark in white face. I just looked away. I just thought, oh my what must they have been thinking? Because it's just so bizarre. But the, the thing is, it's, it's interesting because this is the aim of the campaign, to get yeah. people talking, you know, yeah. to get, to yeah. provoke, you know, and, and ultimately, yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, they want to provoke people, get dry, did you see that campaign? Where the hell do they think they're going? Why in that people's face? <laughs> what, all for vote? All to get black people to vote? And so then... The, the 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 goal has been achieved you know the the only issue that i feel could come about is that people are going to spend more time worrying about whether i don't know june sarpong looks ridiculous <laughs> or more ridiculous than whether we're actually encouraged to go and vote do you see what i mean yeah, so what exactly. it'll get people talking all right but is the end result going to be yeah, what was I, intended? I don't, I don't know if it will achieve the design. I hope, I hope it does. I don't, I don't but the thing is, I, think, I, I looked at that and I thought, can you imagine if UKIP, right, whitened up, white, blackened, had celebrities in blackface? Uh, well, yeah. To say, don't let the colour take over Britain. Could you imagine? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Immigrant, hmm. immigrant, so, yeah, so I don't... I, and the thing is, a lot of people pointed, some people pointed this out, that the people, the black people who they've chosen for this campaign, when have you ever actually, when have you heard them talk about racism or issues that affect the black community? But again, I maybe think, this I, is why, maybe this is why they've been selected, because yeah, there's a the, whole discussion around the individuals yeah. that have been chosen before you even talk about what the hell's going on. Because Saul Campbell, I remember when, like most of these footballers who retire, they suddenly find their voice after they, they've retired from football. But when he was a footballer playing for England, I don't remember Saul Campbell saying anything. I just remember this man standing there, dead behind the eyes, just weird. Like, it was always a kind of strange character to me. He never spoke. Mm. He just ran around. Kind of mute. Yeah, mute. He never said anything. Racism in football, you never heard anything from Saul. Like a lot of these black footballers who are still the ones that are still playing anything happens it's like oh you know i just want to play my football and well they have to sit on the fence no, no, no they sit on the fence and they and they, the usual line that they used to come out with was you know when i hear racist chanting you know i just like to it just makes me want to play harder and score more goals this, that's that you know that has more of an effect or some crap like, but, the, but the thing is but the thing is though jan on one i mean i see your point but then when you think about a footballer that's there to play football and to get paid to boot a ball around a pitch. He's not trying to get into the politics of colour. Now, yeah, right, you need people that are going to speak up for, you know, their race or whatever. Yeah, but, some, yeah. But ultimately, it's like, I don't know, how many people in their everyday work life, you go to work, are you speaking to your boss about black issues? I mean, okay, it's a different platform because obviously they're in the public eye, they have that platform. But yeah, but if they're being racially abused, if then they should at least stand up for themselves. Oh, oh my God, absolutely, 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 I totally agree. But what I'm saying is, even like just speaking out on black issues, like, no. there needs to be, I think, we can't just expect 
people in the public eye just because they're black to, to speak. We had this conversation about um, Kanye, didn't we? Like, the reason why he's kind of come away from talking about issues. And he, we, right. did, we, we understood that it was because his dad said, you know what, just don't get involved. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason. Remember that? I think that was last episode. I mean, it, sounded like, it sounded like his father feared something. I don't know, because it's pretty deep. I don't know. It sounded like his father was a bit afraid for him. Maybe, because... Well, the because, uh, God, well, I think there is quite a moment to be afraid of, but <laughs> I do believe that we need to stand up and speak. I totally yeah. believe that. I'm not someone yeah. that thinks we should just be, you know, fading away into the shadows, so to speak, yeah. without a voice. No, we need to speak up. There's a lot of injustices and there's a lot of yeah. shit that needs to That's change. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, I think we need to be careful and it needs to be done properly and not just as a knee-jerk reaction to certain things or not just as a kind of... Um, uh, a frustration fueled outburst. It needs to be done properly. So I think when you have someone like a footballer, um, not trying to minimise the intelligence of a footballer, but <laughs> but when you have someone that probably doesn't doesn't really kind of get into issues as such, speaking for the black population, then you've got another problem. So personally, I prefer for these footballers just to get on the pitch and kick the football around and leave the open discussion or the serious discussion to people that are educated and full, fully versed and have full understanding of everything that's going on as opposed to just, you know, a snippet of, of, of such. Do you see what I'm saying? I get, what, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. But there's a part of me that still thinks... that certain things that go down in football and I've always thought... a lot. Of, Especially after... You remember that incident with Luis Suarez and... Oh, oh my God! That? Yes! Yeah, and I had to respect... Was it? Is it Patrick... Evra. I can't remember Evra. his name. Yeah, Isn't it Patrice him. Evra? Yeah, that's it. When he, when he actually stood up for himself, and I thought, a lot of these foreign black players will do it. They, they tend to speak out, but the black British ones, I don't know what the issue is there. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it is, 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 is the education of it as well. Yeah. A lot of them don't know what to say. Yeah. I think they genuinely don't know what to say. And actually, I'm glad that they keep their mouth shut rather than say something that makes themselves look even more stupid. Say something dumb. No, but what annoys me is the fact as soon as they retire, that's when they, they come out. They come out, it. They get education now. You're not even part of it anymore. So yeah, it's true. It's just sort of a bit, it's a bit late. Jump yeah, and I hear you. It's, like, it's a bit late. Yeah. Why wouldn't you speak? I've always thought to myself, there's so many black players and mixed race yeah. in the in the premiership, you know, doing big things. If they actually stood together, if, I tell you, if, one t- if for once they turned around and said, you know what, we're tired of this shit. We're gonna, we're gonna boycott. Stand like, united. That would be it. Yeah. It'd be a wrap. It's true. They'll be begging them to come back. I don't think they realise how much power they have. Well, this is it, and that's, that's why thing. I keep saying education and understanding. Yeah, education, education, education. <laughs> I mean, in the sense of not like school education. I mean, educating yourself to know what you're worth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you all stood together... Stop, stop running around with these wags. Maybe. Stop nightclubs and educate yourself. Yeah, free your mind! <laughs> yes, stop living in denial. Stop acting like racism doesn't exist. Oh, I no. a lot of them do. Yeah, I think Andy a lot of them Cole. do. And, what's his name? What's Ashley Cole, that's it. Stop it. No, that one. Anyway, I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> no, I don't that's... want to talk about Shoeshine, boy. Let, oh, my God. <laughs> So MC Light dropped a a bit of a surprise on everyone. Um, MC Light, as you know, has been around from day dizzle. 
Uh, first album in 12 years, entitled Legend. She dropped it on Record Store Day. It was a surprise album, as I said, limited release, and only available on vinyl on that day. But if you do want to cop a copy, you can do so. She's doing sort of like these shows and whatnots up and down the States. Uh, and if you go to one of those, then there is an option to purchase the album. But I think it's going to be available on iTunes or, dare I say, Tidal anytime oh. soon. <laughs> for £20. Do you know what I mean? Like, sign up for 20 quid and get a, 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 a MC Light album. I, I like MC Light, though. She's kind of gangster. I was a big fan. Were you? She's back. Yeah, I loved MC Light. Can I just yeah. can I just get a cheap plug in a bit like you? If you want to read the full story, go to www.therinsonline.com. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so dry. <laughs> it just feels funny, sad. But yeah, I mean the story's there, and obviously if you do go there, now the reason why I said go there is because you can also hear the first single of the album. Uh, there's a video up there. The single's called Check. Uh, it's definitely a throw. Good. Is it good, Cheryl? It's all right. It's a throwback. It's definitely got that kind of 90s sound to it. Okay. Definitely, which I think most people know and love MC Light for. So it kind of doesn't disappoint in that respect. I'll check it out. But I think... So check it out at therinsonline.com. Yeah, but I was just going to make a quick point. I feel like hip-hop's kind of moved on, though. Have a listen to it and see what you think. I mean, yeah, yeah, it definitely has moved on. But you'll find with a lot of these old school artists who are coming back with music, they, they're still stuck in their era. Yeah, and that's so, fine to a point. Yeah. But you've got to take that old flavour and make it sound new again. Yeah, of course. Do you know but what I mean? It's about getting the right producers. Yeah. And being able to afford them. Yeah, well, this is it. This is it. Yeah, so it's all so. of that, isn't it? All of that and then some. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm pleased for her. I think the album's aptly entitled Legend, as I said. She is a legend in the game. So yeah, big props to MC Light for that, man. I, I'm actually looking forward to hearing the whole album when it drops properly. Well, I say properly, okay. but when it's available for us over here. Cause... Title for all. Well, I'm waiting for it to come on iTunes or something like, or Amazon or wherever because I ain't signing up to Tidal anyway. (laughs) But the the thing about it is, I think it's a bit of a shag really because obviously she's doing all these gigs and whatnot in in the states. What about us over in the UK? She's got lots of supporters over here. Get that ish on. Get that ish on iTunes, man, quick. No, because the uh, the European fan base they they they're loyal to. Of course. My God. Old school rappers, so they'll be here. I shall tour here, I guarantee it. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to congratulate um, Hannah, I think it's, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, I just want to congratulate her, um, Black British entrepreneur who has started her own breakfast delivery service. Um, Hannah quit um, a career in teaching and later fashion to launch um, the breakfast delivery service Bed and Breakfast, which operates across South East London. So sorry, Cheryl. No. Whatever. No service. Anyway, no service in. Up- we don't need it in Middlesex, honey. So the idea for Bed and Breakfast was inspired by her time living in Taiwan one, back in 2001. Um, she says that everything think there was delivered from breakfast to bubble tea to dinner i didn't even have to have a kitchen it was cheaper to order out than to cook um i and then she went on to say i used to order breakfast every day i thought 
so I thought when I got back to Britain, I when I returned to Britain, I would start this up. I've always loved cooking and loved an an English breakfast. So, um, so hold on before you give out the details. Yeah. So what we say in it? So I'm lying in my bed in South East London. Then yep, couple South London. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. I know that. Yeah. What are you trying to yeah. say? <laughs> Don't worry, Jan. Someone will pick it up, and it will be in Northwest quicker than you can quicker than you can spin. Okay. All right. But I'm, leave it. Maybe it's because y'all are too lazy to go out and get. Anyway, we've got quaint little coffee shops on every corner, honey. We don't need a delivery service. Okay. Gentrification full effect. Northwest. Uh, let's not start talking about South London. <laughs> Uh, what, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so, all right, so this is a scenario. So I've been out the night before. I'm a little bit hungover. I live in south-east London, and I need a good old English breakfast, two eggs, two sausage, two bacon, some beans, and some toast. Yeah. So what you're saying is I could just holler at this chick, and she'll bring me my breakfast. Yeah. I like and, it. Yeah. Just call. I'll, shall I give the details now? I'll give the details. Uh-huh. So if you if you really desperately, if you're in South London, Cheryl, and you have to nah. breakfast, then call Better Breakfast on o two o three six one two o three two two or o seven seven one five four eight one zero five four and make your order. Um, you can also visit their website on www um, bedandbreakfast.co.uk but bed and breakfast spell B-E-D-E-N B-R-E-A-K-F-A-S-T-T-T dot co-uk but congratulations Hannah congratulations so uh, yeah it starts sorry it started um, she launched it in February oh okay And and I should say the delivery service is available from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Wednesday to Sunday to Sundays. Oh, good for her. No, genuinely, I do wish her the best. And uh, you know, I think again, young black British trying to thing out there. I'm behind that for real. Yeah. I'm behind that. It's a good look. It's a good look. What else is a good look though, Jan? Is um, you know, recently Janelle Monae. I love Janelle Monae. I think she's so cool. Right. She's like one of the cool kids, man, for real. She just released her latest track called Yoga. Uh, have you heard it? I haven't heard it. No, actually, I've heard some of it. I heard a snippet of it. I need to check it out. The Rinse Online.com. <laughs> <laughs> check it out. So it's on there. I mean, you can just Google it anyway. It'll come up. But, um, you know, she's talking about yoga and, you know, and, and there seems to be um, an influx of people kind of jumping on the yoga wave lately have you noticed oh yeah back on yoga again yeah i've seen it well i figured out why (laughs) why apparently there is such a thing called the yogasm and it's an (laughs) orgasm that's achieved through yoga postures and uh, basically it's a previously whispered about phenomenon yeah. But it is now out of the bag. You know, the secret's out, ladies. I mean, I like a bit of yoga. Admittedly, I'm not the best yogi, but I do 
<clears throat> I, I think it's great. I think you yeah. come out of there feeling amazing, even if you're not good at the poses and the postures. Just yeah. the fact that you, you, you know, you've given it a go. Uh, but I'm yet to experience the yogasm. But I'm, I'm, sure I've heard the, I'm sure I've heard this before. I've linked to orgasms. I'm sure it was some years back. But this is interesting. Well, apparently, Kate yeah. Kendall, which is a yoga guru, founder of Flow Athletic in Sydney, Australia, uh, yeah. she says recently she's had the awkward or pleasant, depending on your view, side effect brought to her attention by some of her students. What? Don't you like my Australian accent? Oh, my God, Cheryl. Would you like to come and see my kangaroo dance? <laughs> No, go on, keep Would you? Would you? <laughs> Would you like to take your tongs and ever prick on my Barbie? <laughs> That's just so funny. That's just so good. You want to take your tongs and uh, have a step of my steak in the Barbie? Hey? Was it? You got la. You what? What's that word? You got la. They call. I don't know when you call someone an idiot. Gala. I ain't got a Scooby, darling. What is it? Oh, you think? Enough, um, Australian soaps. This. Oh, rack off! Just rack off! <laughs> yeah, we'll know that one. And you get out. You get out. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the way you're saying it. I don't know. They, they say it a lot. Who's the character in Home and Away used to say that a lot? Um, Alf. Oh, Alf. Oh. If you watch Home and Away, he's, he's still in it. He's been in it from from day dot. Uh-uh. Yeah. In the good <laughs> Anyway, so really quickly, apparently. Um, because of the ab crunches and and various different other positions, um, it, you know, an orgasm can be achieved. And actually, in a study that was conducted, um, participants were given twenty two yoga poses relating to abdominal and pelvic muscles, uh, digestive function, joint function, and mood. And after twelve weeks, nearly seventy five percent of women said they were more satisfied with their sex life following the yoga training um yeah so i'm kind of like feeling that all women should jump on this wave really give it a go definitely so that's how they're trying to sell it to us well i don't I'd even rather, think... i'd rather do pilates to be honest you'd rather just get rogered in it not really i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, there are there are several poses that are supposed to be you know, um, that can speed along the effects of the orgasm. Like the yogi squat, apparently, stretches the groin, um, strengthens the thighs as well. There's the eagle pose, which is also a good one. You can Google these people. I'm not going to go through what they all do. And there's the bridge pose. And those three, amongst others, are the culprits. So if you... Oh, those... Okay. Yeah, there's ten of them, apparently. So if you're doing... These poses, right, you can achieve yogasm. That makes perfect sense. That's why Janelle Monet was singing about it. Yeah, maybe. So you're going to yoga tomorrow then, Jan? No, I'm not totally sold in that one. I just think of... But, but maybe, maybe because all the thrusting and pulsating and holding the positions here and skinning out and bending over and all of that kind of... You know, fantastic stuff, because, hey, you go to yoga, you, you know, you get supple and shit, and when you hit the bedroom now, it's it's like, let's go! Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, well, if you're a singer or an actress, um, Me. good news for you. Are you, Cheryl? Singer. Uh, I don't think the world's ready. Singer. <laughs> well, 
Right. There are open auditions for the UK premiere theatre production of Dreamgirls, um, which will take place in London. What's on stage reports that the open that open auditions are being held next month for the UK premiere production, um, which is believed to be opening in 2016. Um, so, um, if you're a, Budding singer and actress, this will be good news for you because the team are looking for black and mixed race uh, mixed race singers with strong soul slash pop voices for lead roles in the show. Um, this was this was made into a film. Did you see the film? Yeah, with Beyonce, Beyonce, Jennifer Hudson, and Eddie Murphy. Um, so Dreamgirls tells the story of a young female singing trio called the Dreams, basically the Supremes, and their rise to stardom in the 60s. The open call will be on the 5th of May 2015 at Glass Hill Studios, um, SE1, between 10am and 1.30pm. Auditionees are required to take a CV and photo as well as sheet music for their chosen song. So good luck. Okay. Um, oh, and also, I'd like to send a shout out and thank you to podcastincolor.com, who have added us to their podcast list. This is the first list we've been added to, Cheryl, by the way. I know. So I saw it, and I was, I was like, yeah, I thought that was really great. So, um, yeah, thank you for that, definitely. And, of course, spread the love if you are, like, podcasting colour, <laughs> and you love what you hear, and you're all about tea and vickies then share the knowledge share the knowledge spread the love tweet us tell us we sound absolutely fantastic or tell us we sound absolutely shit either way fantastic and leave it we want to hear from you so we control you and just you know but yeah no seriously thank you very much for that podcasting car that's great to hear and of course do follow us on uh the twitter at TMB Podcast. If you're a tweet head, find us on SoundCloud, uh, T-Biscuits-1. That's the number one, T-Biscuits-1. Also, if you're a Mixcloud head, um, we do fling it up on Mixcloud as well for those people that that like the Mixcloud. But primarily, we're all about SoundCloud. And, of course, you can find us on our individual Twitter handles as well. Mine is at Cheryl's World, S-H-E-R-R-Y-L-S World. And I'm at Mad News Blog. There you go. Fantastic. So that's pretty much it for episode eight. I'm going to my bed, Jan. What are you going to do? I'm going to bed. Oh, are you? I thought you were going to sit up and howl at the moon. Not really, I'm joking. (laughs) I got you back, you cow. You've been having jabs at me all flipping podcasts. It's all love. (laughs) Until next time, people. Later. Bye. Bye.